0: We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
1: Don't think about it. Let it
0: unfold. Welcome to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, and your alignment with your source. When we feel good, we give the universe an opportunity with our point of attraction to receive even more good. We celebrate who you really are and who you're becoming.
2: Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Everyday Attraction. You're here with your feel-good sisters. This is Ray. And this is Heather. And we're so happy that you're here with us. Um, we like to get together every week, as many of you know, and we like to just talk, talk and, and vibrate and understand and really embrace leading, bleeding edges of law of attraction. But even more than that, really getting to know these inner beings, these, this fantastic source. And I'm going to have Heather t- say her, her new famous line. <laughs> New, she's gonna <laughs> she's gonna copyright this new line go yeah ahead. right go ahead, i was Heather. doing
3: my my star wars because i'm a star wars fan and my star wars abraham mojo may the source be with you may
2: the source be with you and we welcome you to this hour where we like to go deep and yet go very practical on some of these wonderful laws and um as you know we kind of adore esther hicks it's funny i was um i was in kind of a a job interview, and someone said, You know, who's been the most inspirational, um, like author in your life? And it was so funny because I was like, Oh, Abraham, um, Esther Hicks, have you ever heard of her? <laughs> I was trying to explain. <laughs> There's this amazing woman called Esther Hicks who brings it, and I was like, I, I'm just say Esther Hicks (laughs) just write down Esther yeah just write (laughs) the answer to the question and uh, (laughs) (laughs) don't go into all of the whole other part of it but what was so exciting was I got to see Esther this Saturday Uh, was a fantastic workshop here in my little hometown and um, we had such such a magnificent day and if you haven't been to a workshop let's just give a quick shout out just go, just absolutely go. It's worth That's every penny. Good. I know. Have you ever not had a magnificent experience at the workshops?
3: Well, my first experience, um, was so incredible that I was vibrating. So like physically moving, my body was moving. I had to close my eyes throughout most of it because I was so used used to listening to the audios that all that stimulation of all those people there, it overwhelmed me. (laughs) It's significant, isn't
2: it? It's really wonderful. It's really significant. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who are just maybe joining us for the first time, just skedaddle over to abraham-hicks.com after the show and check out their workshop schedule um, And because they kind of go all over the country and, uh, I, and the world and the world and I really love um, I mean I see the vibrations in the room I mean I can really see these energies and things are kind of flipping and flopping around and um, I can it's just really wonderful to to be sensitive to the entourage that shows up like these Abrahams and it's kind of something I wanted to talk about early part of our show today is this real focus that they have on the fact that we are so loved and so surrounded and so incredibly supported by our ancestral energies and people we've never even met, energies that are following us and part of, of our desire unfolding. And um, so I really got a big hit this last Saturday um, about how, you know how supported we all are. Uh You know, this infinite intelligence following us around coming this way, come this way, come this way. And also what I got so clearly was the passion and what people were interested in when they transitioned and when they become part of your entourage, they're matching up with you. And so you're actually, you think it's your intention, you think it's your desire, but it could very well be coming from a, a, a like energetic connection from non-physical that's going to play with you. It's going to use your hands and your eyes and all your beautiful brain cells to outpicture something that they had desired when they were physical. And that was really fun. Mm. you know when you to just keep yourself open and uh, and one of the big themes that came through was you know instead of sort of making your list of desires and speaking it to the universe and I think we've talked about this on the show before instead of like standing here with your bucket list mm-hmm. hey Abraham I want the house I want the mate I want the just you know get the into guy this... needs to be 5'10 <laughs> 175 pounds right so I... here's my desire list right and instead of that Um, just get into the receptive mode, which is really kind of their new way of saying alignment. Um, Because when we just get into the receptive mode and we get into that place, um, Source has much bigger plans for us than we have. Um, Oh, for sure. (laughs) But big, brighter, more more exciting. Um, And I think they had this real concept of allow the desires to bubble up from being in the receptive mode, not you bucket listing stuff and then trying to mark it off your list and um, and maybe letting go of something that, that you've been trying to make happen and just be inspired. Let the desires uh, bubble up within you and surprise and delight you. And I've had that experience re- recently where um, something just popped in and it was just like, oh, wow, I've never thought of that before. It's so perfect. It brings this part of my life and a perfect puzzle piece with this part of my life. And wow, how come I've never thought of this before. And of course, it's, it's the benefit of being in that receiving mode. You know, I'm sure you've experienced that too, right? Absolutely. It's Yeah, I just
3: don't really do much of anything anymore. To be honest with you.
2: (laughs) Can I quote you on that? I love it.
3: (laughs) Because they kept saying, you know, 20% less 30% less 40% less. I'm like, Oh, well, basically, I don't really have to do anything. So it's all good. But no, it's tons better. Because, It's exactly if you if you easy kind of example to me would be is if we took one of the most amazing things that happened to us and then we backed it all out and said, well, this led to this led to this because because in hindsight, it's all 2020. And then if we thought, you know, from scratch, could we have ever come up with this thing's going to happen and then that's going to lead to this and this other thing's going to lead to that and vice, you know, all these things would happen. There's no way we could put it together. You There's
2: know? No way. There's no way. And and that's you know, part of the fun. So some people have been asking me recently, like, so what are you gonna do? And I'm like, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm waiting to see what happens and oh my my job is, my only job is to be in the receptive mode. We so what good. you know, what does that mean? It means feeling good, it means appreciating myself, appreciating the people around me appreciating what it is that's already been given so beautifully. It is um, taking score of all the ways that everything works out for me. Um, it's just being in that place of trusting the contrast that when stuff happens, when the hmm, hits the fan, it's going to be really interesting instead of reacting, standing back and not freaking out and um, just saying, wow this is interesting. It's leading somewhere. It's tailored for me. All of these things are about being in the receptive mode, but it does come to a a level of trusting this broader knowing and spending a lot of time with it. And, you know, Heather's kind of a master at this. She spends a lot of time with her inner being. (laughs) And, and I think it's, you know, it's a real wonderful thing to, to watch her and, and to see how much, I mean, I think sometimes when people talk about not being, connected with their inner being you have a hard time relating to that (laughs) well I
3: didn't know that I didn't know that it was possible that we didn't know or that we had one or whatever. I just thought it was surprising to me. Yeah, I've...
2: a lot of people are unaware of of this broader perspective and of really understanding this entourage and this infinite intelligence that's following them around going come this way, come this way. You know, uh and really connecting in with that and and I know that you know the resources that come to you because of that connection, but then you can have some real compassion. Um, when people don't have that or don't, are unaware of it, we all have it, but they're just, unaware. we all have of it. it
3: for sure. Yeah. But it was funny. It, I was just kind of laughing about the, um, when we used to say, who, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? You know, when you think you're all that. Um, I was thinking, well, who do they think they are? If they're not
2: source, <laughs> who do they think they are? <laughs> exactly. On this blue marble flying through space, a million miles an hour. Exactly. Like a um, body
3: with bones and and skin. Like that's weird to me because I've been spending my whole life trying to figure out what's this body thing? Like, whoa, I don't know what this thing is. It's kind of like. Attached to me or something.
2: <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's totally <laughs> the back door. It's so good to see that. That's um oh they did the Saturday sort of redefine compassion, by the way, that just sort of popped in as they said that. So true compassion, as Abraham said, uh just this last week so talked about watching someone in there now, whether they be suffering or being in some sort of contrast, but holding the truth of who they are and knowing source's perspective at the same time. So being able to see them in their current state, but hold the vibration of knowing who they really are and how source sees them, that's true compassion. Um, So it's not empathy. It's not like, oh, you know, getting down in there in that lower vibration and saying, you know, uh, I'm with you. It's really kind of I think Jesus did this really well. It's just holding the truth of who they are and not freaking out about the current condition that they're right. At. That's what we're going to talk about today on the, on the track. Oh, yay. Oh, so good. So good. Yes. Um, so oh, quickly. So we've been talking about workshops and all that. Um, but they're also going on some fantastic cruises and we have been talking about, um, going to a, Alaska in July so we've been kind of batting that around a little bit and wanting to put it out to our listening audience to see is anyone thinking about July they also have the Cancun thing uh, in April and then they've got that Mediterranean cruise that's happening uh, and I think in October or something uh, toward the end of the year but anyway exquisite stuff to check out but be thinking about that be thinking July be thinking Alaska let's vibe together on that and, um, so we're going to talk, set this, uh, set this track up for us, Heather, tell it, tell us a little bit about up as I get it all queued up here.
3: Well, I love this track because it's talking about conditions and being unconditional. And, um, and of course they're going to tell us how to do that too. Um, but I just love that sense of unconditional because I was thinking about unconditional love and what that means and, um, just living our lives unconditionally, meaning regardless of what's happening outside of ourselves, that we get to choose how we feel in each moment, regardless of any of the conditions. And I think it's one of the probably more difficult things as a human, um, because we're so used to when the outside's working out, we feel good. And when the outside's broken, we feel bad, you know, cause we're basing our things our decisions on how we feel based on the conditions that surround us and so learning how to become unconditional um we've talked about it before but this track is super juicy and yummy about um kind of some like secret tips like if we can figure out if we can do this one thing everything comes together you know
2: i love this i think it's the most powerful thing that they talk about is this ability to, to, this is sort of, to me, the advanced law of attraction Mm -hmm. kind of work, because, you know, if you can get to the point about really understanding that it's only in your ability to choose an emotion that you truly become powerful, it's only in your ability to choose a thought that you truly become powerful, that if you're still waiting for conditions to change, or you're still waiting for even your thoughts to change before you can feel better. Um, you really still are kind of in jail. You're in. Right. And th- you're
3: not, you're, you're being conditional. You're being conditional on, you know, um, the waiting for uh, everything else to happen instead of deciding. And it's kind of reminds me of when people come to me sometimes and they say, well, I want to get to know me. I want to get to know who I am. And I say, okay, that's great. You can do that. Or if you want, you can just decide who you want to be and be it. <laughs> exactly. There's... You know, so it's like be proactive out in front of it, or you can kind of wait behind it. Um, and it doesn't matter. There's no right or wrong, good or bad. But this this one piece is so powerful because it really does put us in control, you know. And so I think this, this work Is powerful for people who are control freaks but we're just controlling the wrong thing we're trying to control everything externally and we can really become we can be great control freaks if we want to control the inside because that's where that's where we need to be in control you know
2: I'm an inner control freak Um, Mm -hmm. I like that because I also uh, really love unconditional because then it's not about anyone being any different than they are so you kind of step out of this need for anyone in your relationship, even those very, very close to you, to need to be different in order for you to get what you want or be happy. Um, and that's you know. so awesome. If you're a, if you're a
3: parent, um, like Ray and I are parents, um, I'm sure there's moments where we were like, "Oh, I wish my kid could be different. I wish my kid could be more like this, more like that." We don't have to do that anymore. Or or I wish my my coworker or my spouse or my Parent or my sibling could be different because we've all been there. We've all wished someone to be different than they are. And no more, no
2: more. Yeah. And you don't have to have circumstances be different. So you could be deeply in debt, like hundreds of thousands of dollars, and you could feel such prosperity moving through you and really feeling true, true abundance in the midst of what looks like a debt or looks like difficulty. And I, that unconditional part, what I love is that then it jumpstarts the actual reflection of that truth to start to manifest itself. So it's moving thoughts to things, but you can go there and feel that prosperity regardless of circumstances circumstance because you can look at other things that give you that feeling of abundance so this is like totally power gas power like this is this is the rock and the law of attraction and i'm saying this because i'm going to tease you that we're going to start it after the break so (laughs) we're going to take a break when we come back we're going to play this amazing unconditional track you're listening to everyday attraction we are your feel good sisters don't go anywhere we'll be right back after the break
4: 1pm Eastern on Affirmative Prayer, activating the power of yes. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
0: Don't think about it. Let, it let it unfold. We now return to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather. It's time to feel good and allow all that has already been given.
2: Welcome back from the break. As you know, you're listening to Everyday Attraction. We're talking all about the Abrahams like we do every week and all this leading edge information. Oh, it's so fun to be on this journey together. And we're talking about the power of being unconditional, truly unconditional in our lives, in our relationships. But before we do that, we want to just have a couple of quick announcements. We're going to take a moment. We're going to talk about some feel good essentials, which is really the products that we love, that we want to tell you about. About because it's because they've made significant inroads to our ability to shift our energy. So we want to talk about if you're looking for a boost of passion mm, for your work, your relationships, your financial future, or maybe you've been feeling the opposite of passion. Maybe you feel disinterested or disconnected, then I want to recommend breathing in the spices and herbs of the essential oil uh, blend that I've been using called Passion, it's an inspiring blend. And this this vibrational sidekick is really a non-resistance it is non in a bottle. It contains the purest forms of cardamom and cinnamon and ginger and clove and sandalwood and jasmine and vanilla. I think you love this scent too. Heather, yeah. breathe, breathe it in. You can dab it a little bit on the back of your neck. Get right into the, your spine. What's great about oils is they absorb right into your bloodstream. Let nature support you and move into the feel-good flow. To get your own bottle of passion, passion in a bottle, go to our website, everydayattraction.com, and click on our feel-good products. You're also going to find amazing products by Nirium. There are things for um, anti-aging, for skincare, for health, but what we really want you to look at is their new brain supplement, EHT, the mind enhancement formula. You know, we love focus. We love anything that will help. Nature can help us focus. And if we hear Abraham talk all the time, focus is everything. It's our favorite F word. So check out (laughs) EHT, the mind enhancement formula, all natural, and it's a power of Powerful supplement for a healthy, focused mind again, you'll find all of this on our website in addition to at the top of our website, book a session. you can get your very own one on one channeling session with Heather woohoo um, many of you have taken advantage of the session, so hone in on your prosperity. if you're a leader, Heather wants to connect with you if you're a lead if you are or a want to be leader, Heather would like to connect with you your unique flow your, your ability to collaborate with source, allow Heather to help you flow business, flow vision, flow the movement that is inside of you that wants to come out. You need support and that's what we're here for. So there are also some special offers for listeners. So again, check out our website, everydayattraction.com book a session. If you have any questions about all this information, our email is everydayattraction at com. and boy, we got some wonderful emails this week, didn't we? And we're responding. I was just
3: going to say we should give a shout out to the people that send us some feedback because we have some, so many fabulous listeners and I just feel so much appreciation for them.
2: Oh my gosh. I just love their willingness to play with us and to tell their stories and how things are happening in their high five, uh, good feeling flow. We're ha- we're really are a feel good nation here. We're a feel good sisterhood flow brotherhood flow. So I love all of our feel good sisters out there and brothers who talk to us. So, you know, check in with us, tell us how you're doing in the meantime. We're going to go back to our uh, real wonderful topic today about being unconditional and the true power of what that means. Let's listen to a recent, uh, uh, let's see, a recent uh, workshop from New York, right? Westchester. Um, woo what... New York in the house! <laughs> so awesome. Let's hear what Abraham has to say about unconditional.
5: do manifest. How do you, because it is you doing it, it is not anybody else doing it, how do you turn your thoughts to things? How do you turn the vibration that you have launched? How do you turn it into a manifestation? How does it become actual? How do you see it and hear it and smell it and taste it and touch it? What makes it real? Most people never even think about that. They just look around the world at the things that are already real. This what they consider to be finite pile of whatever good stuff they want and then they just squabble over it but you are creators you have come to create your own pile not to try to find someone else's and get them to give it to you they don't want to do that (laughs) so if you can think just a little bit we know it's an odd thing to consider but how do vibrations turn into reality how does the manifestation occur Jerry was going to and we are now with him writing a book called turning thoughts to things because it is all about you've launched the vibration you've been listening to us for a while so the creative process is what step one is ask and ask comes out of the contrast that you're living so you ask and launch these rockets of desires step two is source answers that rocket of desire becomes a vibrational equivalent of it is the vibrational equivalent of it offers a vibration of it stands as the accomplishment the achievement the fulfillment of what you've asked for your inner being stands there as the fulfillment of all of the desires all of the composite desires all of the amended desires that you have launched in a vibrational reality if you've been listening to us for a while You may have read the book the vortex that's what that is that vibrational reality we wanted you to feel the synergy of it we wanted you to feel the calling power of it we wanted you to realize that this vortex this spinning vortex is calling to its center all things that you've asked for the question is are you letting yourself be called to it are you in a vibrational place where you are allowing what's vibrationally accomplished by you to be perceived by you in what you want to call real life experience. You said to us, Abraham, I'll play your silly game. I will accept that I create my own reality. And I will accept that law of attraction manages it. And I will accept that I've launched plenty of creations. And I will accept that there is a vibrational version of everything I want waiting for me to achieve vibrational readiness with it. I just want to know, how do I get my money out of the vortex and into the bank?
2: Let's stop there for a second. I think that's a good, rich part to uh, to delve into a little bit. So what I heard in the beginning there was this idea that there is unlimited supply, that we are actually making supply through consciousness. And, and I do think that that scarcity comes from this idea that there's a finite amount um, of energy or material in order to which we can split things up. So it was kind of nice to always have them remind us about the unlimited supply, don't you think?
3: Oh, yes. Infinite supply and the expansion of it.
2: Your own pile, your own pile you don't have to take from someone else's pile or steal from them or or try to have them steal from you it's all this kind of unlimitedness but this theme of thoughts to things thoughts to things is really interesting they keep bringing it up it's something they keep focusing on but I love the fact that Jerry, as I mentioned this before, Jerry is writing from the non-physical the book that he's always wanted to write so desires continue even after we have moved into the non-physical um, and working with Esther and working with other sources. Don't you love that?
3: Uh, yes. And it's great because um, it's kind of funny because they, they say that people become more famous after they die, right? So painters or musicians <laughs> or whatever. So uh, this is Jerry becoming more famous after he dies, like writing it from after he dies. You know? I
2: love it. And more alive than ever, because it, he is from a different vibrational standpoint. In other words, I think the book is going to be even better because of his transition. So this idea that we it's never ending, this eternalness, I really am getting that in a deep level. It goes on and on and on. So chill, relax. It's all good. Um, but you know, I heard in that segment, I don't know why, maybe I've never really understood it this way, but step two, so we ask step one, but step two is the vortex. Step two is the vortex part. It's like, it's given, right? right? That's Mm -hmm. created. And I I never really thought about the vortex being step two. Oh, I, I didn't really thought about that. And that's really it, isn't it? That's really the whole mess of that, that whole understanding.
3: Right. So basically just, we ask and there, and there
2: it is in the vortex. It's done in I that they are waiting for us in that vibrational space. And of course, step three, one of my favorites is, is allowing it then. And this is what they're now calling the receptive mode, right? The ability to be in the receptive mode. So one, two, three, um, and then let's listen a little bit. And as they go into four and five, which is really kind of thrilling, as we understand, again, they're giving us the recipe. They're giving us the Easy Bake Oven recipe on how thoughts turn to things. Oh, so good. Here we go.
5: How does the vibration that you're so sure exists, and we are because we see it, we see the fulfillment of what you've been asking for, we know who you are, we know what you're asking for, we know it, we see it, we see where it is, we see where you are in relationship to it, and every word we speak is about helping you to achieve a vibrational stance that allows what you have created to flow easily to you. It's already been delivered to you, but you have to find the vibrational frequency that allows you to see it in the same way that your tuner has to be tuned to the same frequency of whatever the transmitter is, or you don't receive the telephone call or the radio signal or the television signal. In other words, these signals have to match up. So here's the question. Think about this today and tomorrow and forevermore. Does the signal of my desire and the signal of my belief, do they match? Are they matching signals because my desire is high-flying is my belief do I believe that it's coming or do I need to see it first because if you need to see it first then you're living that conditional life that we are talking about and if you need to see it first then it's not gonna come not anytime soon you slowly and sluggishly watch other people and you see what they do and maybe it causes your expectation for yourself to morph a little bit but it's so slow going It's so slow-going, and it does not need to be. You've created enough and put it into your vibrational reality, into your vortex of creation, to keep you happily satisfied and busy in terms of action and stuff and things and living your life for 20 or 30 lifetimes. That's how much is there already for you, ready for you to become a vibrational match too. So that's what we talk about here. We're talking about how you can accomplish a vibrational stance that puts you in the receptive mode so that first the idea occurs to you and the emotion comes with it. That's the first manifestation. That's the first indication. That's the first turning of it from a thought to a thing. And once that thought, from a vibration to a thought, from a thought to an emotion, there it is. It's alive and it's real. And if you can be happy, this is the key. If you can make yourself happy for a little while, with the uncondition of the thought and the emotion. If you can say, ah, I got the best idea and it felt so good to me, it feels so good to me and I'm so happy with this idea. And not be mad at yourself or at somebody else that the idea hasn't come to full fruition where you can see it and hear it and smell it and taste it and touch it. Right now, you're just feeling it and knowing it and expecting it and glad for it. If you can hold yourself there just for a little while, it is our promise to you that that vibration will gain momentum and your ability to perceive it will grow and grow and grow until you'll be rendezvousing. You'll find yourself talking to people that know doors will be open for you, opening for you, and you will be recognizing it and you will find yourself this compliant, cooperative, joyful component of your own creation being guided to the culmination.
2: You know, they just make it sound so simple. I don't know why we are so complex. (laughs) 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 You know, when they lay it out like that, it's just like, be happy on the way to whatever it is that's coming. You know, I mean, I heard them say too earlier, if you knew something was a sure thing, if you knew that what you wanted was a sure thing, how would you feel today on the way to it? You know it's a totally different vibrational stance than um some of the other stuff that we put on our trail you know well and it's it's really
3: about that um belief it's about belief it's about our belief in our own mind is it possible you know like if if somebody i think about a breathing air if somebody ever said to us like, Oh, do you think you can take your next breath? And it's like, well, yeah, <laughs> I've it. been breathing all day, uh, sleeping awake, you know, my whole life since I was born. So it's just that simple really in a way, if we allowed it to be.
2: Yeah. And and I love this. Um, I love the receptive mode. I could just talk about the receptive mode forever. Um, this idea that once we do have this um, understanding that, um, that it's all already done and that it's just coming to us in a perfectly wonderful way, but we have to match it. We have to match the condition of it, um, in our own consciousness and then become unconditional about what's happening around us. So we match the emotion and the only condition that we're looking for is our own, emotional stance the emotion and idea that we're holding that's the only condition that we hold and then everything else is unconditional <laughs> like what's happening what's in our bank account who we are happen to be married to <laughs> i mean none of that becomes a player in ha- in our own happiness because we're holding the jewel in the crown thank the lord <laughs> said it's so simple i don't know why we wax on and on about it but we do and we love to and we're glad you're here with us we've got to take a quick break (laughs) because we're (laughs) human when we come back we'll talk more about this fabulous unconditional state of being creatively alive and happy stay tuned
0: You've been listening to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters, Ray and Heather. To learn more about Ray and Heather, check out their website at everydayattraction.com or email us at everydayattraction at unityonlineradio.org. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed.
2: Welcome back to the show. So we're in our last segment here. We're so happy that you've spent the hour with us and, and we've been talking about unconditioned and this ability for us to, you know, hold the condition of the emotion that we're wanting to feel without having anything having to be in the physical yet. And then, um, don't you love Heather how they talk about all the things that come, the rendezvous points and we've all experienced this at one way or another. But I do love this idea that that we have twenty or thirty lifetimes of wonderful things in the vortex to experience so we can really just relax that it's all already there um and you don't have to know. wonder
3: what if they don't remember what we asked for for christmas <laughs> should we resubmit the list of requests i
2: know and what i love about the vortex is it's current you know it's current to what's really um what you're wanting and desiring today not what you you know we're, we're wanting when you were twelve, um, even though that's in there, it's influenced it to be in a fresh, more coherent place uh, today. And um, and this again, this unconditional stance of can you, as this spiritual being, as this wise being, can you conjure up in your imagination thoughts and emotions without anything on the physical form having to be different? then my friend, you are truly, truly powerful, powerful, because that is that matching ability. That's that step three. Yeah.
3: Um, yeah. And so you might as well just go ahead and receive your powerfulness now.
2: Now. I know they (laughs) they talk about it all the time. Oh, poor you. We have to achieve happiness in order for all your stuff to come. We're so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) What a burden to have to feel good now. Oh, gosh. Oh, well. (laughs) Someone's got to do it. (laughs) Someone's got to do it. And it looks good on you. And it looks good. I'll have what she's having. (laughs) Exactly. Let's listen to more to this delicious, unconditional (laughs) diatribe.
5: But it's not just the culmination that you're looking for. It's that journey all the way along it's the new idea coming and the thrill of it. It's the recognition that you received it and the thrill of that. It's watching the universe knocking itself out to provide evidence for you. Do you know how many clues are there for you in every moment of every day? Because the source within you does know where you stand in relationship to everything you want and is offering steady guidance about that. Steady guidance to assist you to navigate, hear these words, your path of least resistance. Those words really matter, your path of least resistance Esther's laughing really she's climbing over things she said this is not the path of least resistance that I had envisioned everything's on wheels it was not a problem it was more fun than anything else but what we want you to understand the obstacles in your path are all on wheels they will move easily out of your way but you sometimes make them so much more than they need to be so the path of least resistance we want to stay here just for a moment the path of least resistance and path of most allowance are the same path aren't they You just hear it a little easier with path of least resistance because there will always be... We love you so much. You know what's coming next. There will always be some resistance on your path because you are leading-edge creators. You're out here in the environment of contrast. You are here where from the contrast you are giving birth to desires. And as you are giving birth to desires from this contrast... There is always going to be resistance on your path. We want you to understand, though, that since your source knows where you want to be, how you want to feel, what you want to have with you, who you want to have with you, every desire is understood completely by your inner being, by your Abraham, by your source. So that means that your source is calling you toward what you are asking for calling you around and over and under and through that path of least resistance. A few weeks ago, Esther and her Abraham Hicks team, and a lot of you, met in Seattle to board a ship to see the beautiful waters of Alaska. And as they got onto the ship, so fun, put everything away once in their cabins, quite often when they first get on board there are a lot of announcements sort of letting them know what's happening and where to be and we wanted to suggest wouldn't it have been interesting since this cruise left from seattle and was going to end up in seattle wouldn't it have been interesting if the captain had said ladies and gentlemen we're so glad to have you here if you will look at your itinerary, you will see that we are leaving from the port here in Seattle, and a beautiful day it is, and we will be returning to this port, you will disembark from this port, and since we are already here, we would now like you to get off.
2: That's <laughs> so funny, I love that, they talk about that a lot, this idea that we really, really are here to enjoy the journey. It's easy to um, forget.
3: <laughs> yeah because we're so focused on arriving like when are we going to get there when are we
2: are we there yet are we <laughs> I know it's so true, but I just love hearing them talk about um, how close our source is to us and how it knows it all. It knows all the desires, like we were saying, and they also call it by your inner being, by your own Abraham. Didn't, didn't you love that? I felt like like your own, you have your own inner Abraham. I just love that, um, that idea that you have that within you and that you can all relax. There's always going to be some resistance on the trail. There's always going to be something something that's not fitting. You're not doing anything wrong. It's just part of the color. It's part of how it happens. You know, get used you can to it. You can get used to it and get, and just relax about it. It's no big deal. Um, doesn't mean that anything's out of order. You know, you've got this infinite intelligence. That's basically, you know, if you can stay in the receptive mode, whis- literally like, you know, whispering into your ear, into your consciousness, go this way, go that way. Um, do this, don't do that. And if you can really, um, prioritize feeling good and that that inner state is your most important uh, dedication then you're never going to be without that connection you're never going to be without that information I do love um, there was a quote right there in that last segment where Esther said your obstacles the obstacles in your path are on wheels they'll simply move out of the way (laughs) I love I love that one It's so cool to. it uh, happened yeah. to me
3: this morning. I was driving to L.A. to this event, and it was all about energy and love and source. And I couldn't. I was so excited to go that I felt like the traffic was just parting for me. Mm. And it was like it was like the parting of the Red Sea. I'm driving, and everyone moves aside. <laughs> so it's like they're on wheels. Exactly. Literally. Literally, they were on wheels moving out of my way.
2: But what I love about this is this is exactly what we're talking about It's this idea of holding the unconditional state of that emotion that you're wanting to feel as if something were done, as if the desire were fulfilled, but holding it simply in your consciousness and then being unconditional about needing anything to really be different and watch the universe begin to move with you Um, and and then to relax and know that this is the journey, that you can just really trust that it is in its perfect way unfolding and yes, you're holding resistance, it's slowing it down that's okay that's part of being human that's part of the colorful journey that we're on but i do love this idea that no matter where i am there's clues in every moment clues mhm wow don't you just it's like what this, are your clues it's like this fabulous scavenger hunt well a lot of the time my clues are intuition Like ideas just popping in. That's a clue. Also, what's showing up when I'm in the receptive mode. Um, You know, rendezvous points where... Okay, so I was... um, Here's a great example. I was uh, struggling with a commute idea. Like there's a, a job that I was considering and a really long, long commute. And um, and I was kind of just weighing the pros and cons of having a great job, but having to spend a lot of hours on the road to get there. And um, so I was really kind of letting it go. I was just holding the energy of of being in a job that I love or working with people that I adore. And I sat down at the Abraham workshop and this woman was sitting right behind me. First of all, I rendezvoused with her at coffee in the coffee line. Always look around who's with you in Starbucks. So anyway, I rendezvoused with her on coffee and she didn't have um, any cash and they were only taking cash at this coffee bar. And so I said, well, I'll buy you something, you know, so we rendezvoused and then she sits right behind me. Okay. Take a moment. You just saw this person in line. And now they're behind you sitting. You know what I mean? Yeah. These are clues. So I turned to her and she's from my exact same town. She lives three minutes from my house. I know exactly where she lives, right? Okay. All right. Pay attention, people. (laughs) So we're just chatting and I said, well, tell me about what you do. And she says, swear to God, well, I always choose my jobs based on how close they are to where I live because I never think traveling is worth the time, no matter how much you love the job. Mm. right out of her mouth.
3: That's awesome.
2: (laughs) I just had to laugh. I was like, Like I needed to hear that right now. I, I needed to hear that right now. I needed to have that. Like that's her priority that it is about having it the way you want it not the way they want it. Right. But it was so that's yeah, that's, so cool. It was so fun. And I just started to laugh and I was like, thank you. And I know this is little stuff, but when you see the orchestration of the universe, like matching us up and providing the kind of contrast where she didn't have um, any cash on her, which was perfect because then I could offer to connect with her by offering to buy her coffee. So even in the, Oh, you think you forgot something? There's a perfection. And just trusting that process. And I, you know, I had no idea what it was that she was up to, but I saw that there was steady guidance happening. There was steady guidance. Don't you love steady guidance? Oh, yes. It's the best kind of guidance, isn't it? And then looking for the path of least resistance. I love that part too. And they're so clear on that, that it's always about what's going to be easy in this situation. Um, It's not the no pain, no gain BS that we pick up from our culture that says without suffering, there isn't um, opportunity. Um, It's quite as, you know, we often like to say on the flip side, (laughs) it's quite the opposite. So let's try and wrap up this track as we're getting toward the end of our show for this hour. So um, let's talk more about this fabulous unconditional state. Here we go.
5: Your journey has come to its ending place and there would be a mutiny we are certain on that ship because no one got on the ship to get right back off of it and yet that's the way you behave sometimes about the desires that you hold it's like you gave birth to a desire just to get it over with and we don't see any of you eating an ice cream cone like that they stopped for ice cream on the way from Boston Esther tried to make hers last so long, it was dripping down her arm. She didn't want it to ever be over. As soon as they were finished, she wanted to stop and get another one. In other words, you want to savor the things that are delicious, don't you? And we want your desires to feel delicious to you. We want you to enjoy the process of turning your vibration to thoughts and your thoughts to things. Because that's the process that you came here to live. So how is it that things do manifest? How do you because it is you doing it. It is not anybody else doing it. How do you turn your thoughts to things? How do you turn the vibration that you have launched? How do you turn it into a manifestation? How does it become actual? How do you see it and hear it and smell it and taste it and touch it? What makes it real? Most people never even think about that. They just look around the world at the things that are already real. This world what they consider to be finite pile of whatever good stuff they want and then they just squabble over it
2: but wow good fantastic well now we know everything we need to know <laughs> isn't it wonderful in one packed little hour it's everything that we need to know so if you're looking to turn thoughts to things this is the process to really trust the desires to line up knowing that it's already done to relax To be dreamy, to just stay in that place and not have to react to conditions, but hold inside knowing that what's coming is on its way. But there's a perfect distance between where you are now and where it's when, when it's coming and to truly enjoy the journey.
3: Ah, what a great, great way to end it. I was thinking about you saying, um, deciding where to work. And I just was thinking about that two days ago or actually yesterday and I was driving to work, I said, you know, one of the things that's really important to me is that when I drive to work, I actually see something beautiful. I love the actual journey of the drive. Um, so that's funny that you said that tonight, because I was thinking about that yesterday because I get to drive through the mountains towards the, and towards the ocean and work at the ocean. And so it's not about the distance for me. It's about the experience of the transition from my home to my place of work and how much joy I experience in the process.
2: Yes. And we can truly make it any way that we want it. Um, and we can have it become the best commute ever, or we can decide that, uh, We want to stay in place and have everything come to us. There is no right and wrong. It's just really how you want to orchestrate it. And it's going to shift and it's going to change. And we can really trust that Source is delivering all the things that we're wanting to have. We just got to stay in that receptive mode. So thank you all for joining us for this hour. You have been listening to Everyday Attraction with your feel-good sisters, Ray and Heather. Again, we hope you'll check out our website at everydayattraction.com. And as we always like to say at the end of the show, feel good, sister. Feel Good Sister. See y'all next
3: time. Don't think about it. Let
0: it, unfold. Let it Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters, Ray and Heather. Join them every Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific, noon central on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended. Everyday Attraction is sponsored by Send Out Cards check out www.sendoutcards.com/attraction bring more appreciation into the world send a card of appreciation and gratitude today sendoutcards.com/attraction
4: 1 p.m. Eastern, on Affirmative Prayer, activating the power of yes. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
6: Ever notice that there might be something not quite right?
4: 1 p.m. Eastern on Affirmative Prayer Activating the Power of Yes Only on Unity Online Radio The Voice of an Awakening World
6: We say we are entitled to miracles. We are saying that we are entitled to love. We are entitled to have peace of mind and live a peaceful existence. Many times, though, we do not experience our lives this way. We seem to struggle for just one glimmer of happiness, no matter how fleeting it may be. You can change that right here and right now. Say to yourself, I am entitled to miracles because it means that you are entitled to complete peace of mind because of who you are as created by the source of love. By asking for miracles, you are asking for your true self to be revealed to you. You are indeed entitled to miracles. This message was brought to you by Reverend Deb Phelps, host of Entitled to Miracles. Learn more from Reverend Deb on her Entitled to Miracles podcast. Episodes available on UnityOnlineRadio.org and on iTunes.